0: I'm Alyssa. I'm Alyssa. And I am not Alyssa. Welcome to 52 Women, the official podcast of the Montgomery County, Maryland chapter of the National Organization for Women. So we promised you that all three of us would be in the same room. and We lied. We lied. Um, but as, it, as women are want to do. Yes, as we do. <laughs> but um, it, it's a different... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. it's it's a different person on the phone, so we didn't totally lie. Um, you know, when things happen, but we're here. Um we have some good news to report, and then we're the three of us are like looking at various websites on the election results because tonight is Tuesday, November 7th. The good news is that today, Montgomery County, Unanimously approved the $15 minimum wage uh, bill. Yay! Yay! I think it says, like, Montgomery County, the minimum wage has to be raised to $15 by 2023 or 2024. I read conflicting accounts and I'm sure someone will correct me. Um, And Alyssa, number two, I'm unclear. Like, does this. I got it.
1: Oh, you got it? Yes. So, uh, for large companies, which means 51 or more workers, they have to raise it to fifteen dollars by July first, twenty twenty one. Mid sized companies, which is uh, eleven to fifty workers, they have to raise it by July first, twenty twenty three. In small companies, ten or fewer workers, um, they have until July first, twenty twenty four. Okay, so twenty four, yeah. So, um, but I'm what I'm unclear about is so it was
0: unanimous. So does this mean I cast a sign it?
2: I might know. Yeah, I think he does have to, and I don't think his problem was it. with raising the minimum wage. It was, but which I, I don't agree with it. So I guess but just just for his own, I think his thing was that he wanted a longer time frame on it. Uh, on it.
0: yeah, oh, yeah. Well,
2: that's you know, um, I get it. I'm glad that he didn't. I'm glad that he didn't win that. I'm glad that the council voted for it to be earlier. Um, but that, I think that his his objection was not to the the, uh, the wage hike; it was to the timing.
0: Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, so good news in Montgomery County. Um, we're excited about that because I know a lot of people have worked towards that for a while. And, you know, we live in an expensive area. You know, it would be nice if people were afforded a living wage um, for, for working a full-time job. So, yay! Actually,
2: Al- Alyssa and I were at an event last week. And um two weeks ago. I don't know. Whatever. We
1: um, you go to too many things, can't keep track.
2: But, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to keep track. Um, we were, they were talking about, um, not not specifically about the minimum wage, but just about how expensive it is to live in our county. Um, and a two-income family, so two adults in one house with two children living in that same, not necessarily house, home, um, not Owning a home, just being able to pay rent, make ends meet, afford to live in the county and stay in the county. Um, the combined income had to be minimum of eighty six thousand dollars between those two people. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, I, and I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, that that even seems low. I mean, I guess it's just fair minimum. You know, the, the least expensive housing you can find. Um, hoping that, that saves. Around the same, um, and and so on. So it's pretty amazing that that it costs so much to live in this county, and and that you know taking us long to get to fifteen. Hopefully, um, this means a lot more people will be able to make ends meet. Yeah, county, especially working class.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. And you know, the big news tonight is election, the twenty seventeen election, not the twenty sixteen election. Hashtag look forward. Um
2: <laughs> that's over. It's almost it's almost twenty eighteen and I'm so excited for
0: twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag we're moving forward. Um <laughs> so tonight you know tonight there's there's a lot a lot of stuff going on in Virginia. Um I've seen a few reports that there's also a governor's race going on in New Jersey. So for the past eight years, and we have some New Jersey listeners, and I've been living in New Jersey for the past few months, so just just, to just give that a shout out. So for the past eight years, we've had a Republican piece of shit governor called Chris Christie. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the race was between Phil Murphy, who probably not the best Democrat they could have found for the job, but... And whatever. And then Kim Guadano, who was Christie's lieutenant governor. And having to watch television in New Jersey for the past two months has been hellish. Probably not as awful as those of you who get the Virginia campaign ads. But it looks like Phil Phil Murphy has been declared the winner. So we've gained another Democratic governor, which, yay. Take Uh, note, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. We've gained another one. Um, oh. okay, NBC just called it for Northam, so we have something official other than, like, Planned Parenthood.
1: Yay! Um, hey! Woo! <laughs> it's for Goodbye. Virginia.
2: Montgomery County Women's Phone Bank.
1: I know, oh, we did it alone. No. Yay!
2: Oh, <laughs> so kidding. we got
0: we got two more governors now. Yeah. Woo! So, two, although I think Kim Guadano jumped on the racist train last, but, um, Ed Gillespie, That's whose so ads good. were fucking terrifying (laughs) (laughs) like Jesus so we have two new democratic governors yay
2: it doesn't work to just try and make people afraid forever that can't work forever
0: no no so that's great um and there are other
1: like smaller races going and on. In let me just point mm. out that our governor Larry Hogan was campaigning for Ed Gillespie, so he's a piece of shit too. Yeah. Don't vote him again for, in two thousand eighteen. For everyone who's on, at- on the list for twenty eighteen. Yeah. Hogan's a moderate now. No. forward. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So he needs to go, Larry Hogan. Yeah. Um, and if we in Maryland
0: can find a better Democratic candidate than Phil Murphy, that'd be awesome. Like, not just because, you know, he's a Democrat. Like, it's great, and he'll be great for women's health and all that in New Jersey, which is something people need, but we could, like, you know, work on this and really come together. It would be awesome.
1: Yeah, we need to have, get Larry Hogan out of office. Yes. Let's go the way of Virginia
0: and New Jersey. Um... So do you want to talk about some of these smaller races that
2: have been... Danica Rome um, was declared the winner in her delegate race in Virginia. She's the first transgender woman to hold public office in the state of Virginia. Um, and not only that, but she was running against uh, someone who refused to debate her because she was transgender and refused to use female pronouns when referring to her. Um in an in, in election in interviews on television in the newspapers used to refer to her as her or she where
0: where was this like where is she where is she um where's her delegation
2: okay so I'll read you the um let me let me grab the um, quick fact sheet about her because I don't know off the top of my head um so, uh, Prince William County. So let, there's yeah. an article in the Washington Post that we'll, that we'll post that has some facts about her. Um, she was a reporter. Um, she, and she got into journalism because her grandfather read a daily newspaper, which I so love. Um, she began her physical gender transition in 2012 and legally changed her name from Dan to Danica in 2015. Um, she co-founded a death metal band.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm not for that at all.
2: Oh, he's the man who
0: wrote an anti-trans bathroom bill. The guy, the guy, the guy, the she, guy she
2: was running against? Yeah, some, one of Yeah, my... Bob Marshall. Yeah, he's terrible. He's a terrible, terrible, horrible fucking bigot. And... and he just got beaten by a transgender woman you who know, he wouldn't call her or she. I'm just, my life is so happy right now. Yeah, so happy. I hope
1: all the bigots just, I hope they all lose tonight.
2: A year ago, I was so sad, and right now, i just so happy. It's like an unfamiliar feeling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joanne Reed tweeted a, uh, a poll. How will Trump react to Northam winning? And... One answer is disown slash attack Gillespie. Uh, the other, another is call the result rigged. <laughs> um, another is claim he was for Northam all along. And the last one is Kafifi. One, two, and four. That's what I'm going to say. One, two, and four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: he's going to forget he ever knew Ed Gillespie, I'm sure. My Minor player, like Paul Manafort.
1: Ugh, and Michael Flynn, don't remember, don't forget that. Right, Mike right Flynn. Right. I never heard of him.
2: They're all pop us, Who's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and we're also,
0: you know, Virginia. There, do we have another? Do we know what um Halla
1: doing in Virginia? Um, so far she's in the lead. Uh, Halla Yala, she's running for uh delegate delegate in Virginia, um, in Prince William County as well, and she's uh. She started the Prince William County chapter of now. Um, she's running for delegate. Her race hasn't been called yet, but she's in the lead. 95% reporting, and she's in the lead. So Hopefully, she'll get elected. We need more feminists in office. Mm-hmm.
2: We just talked last week on the pod about how, how hopelessness is depressing. And how it can it can just like take hold of you. And I, this is like the night we all needed.
1: Yeah. Like, yes. It's not
2: just that these people lost; these are people who embraced Trump and embraced what he Trump stands Hill for in order to win. And and Ed Gillespie got Trump.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm curious, you know, because we've all heard the the if the one thing that this asshole's election did was it it inspired many women to run for office. You know, it inspired a lot of women to get out there and throw yeah. their hat in the ring. So I'm wondering, like, what what the percentages are going to be tonight of women who who are running and women who won and how different it was than, say, the last cycle. Um, so I'm... I wonder what it's going to be. Your Jenny Rose is a great
2: point. And I also wonder what in it's 2000... going to be of women who voted.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
2: Because yeah. the, the early, um, I know some of the very early exit polls, like just like the people at cook that they were talking about, like when they had nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Virginia governor, was that they were saying that um, college-educated women. Up, they just as called as it for HALA. Women
1: sorry. Were
2: going, what, sorry, what? Sorry,
1: they just called it for HALA.
2: That's great. Oh, yay. Woo.
1: Anyway, continue. Oh, that
2: they were sorry, they were saying that married women and college educated women were all going for Northum um by big pretty big margin in the exit polls, like just the clipboard exit polls. So I wonder what we'll find out about that, like how women voted, because we know um how white women voted in the last presidential election and how that really made a difference. I wonder if it also if um, Trump election also activated some women voters, not just women uh, ready for
1: office. Yeah, and I wonder if, because I, and I... I Well, are the women who are in this election, they weren't necessarily inspired by Trump, right? Because they would have had to file pretty early on last, this year, right? Like Montgomery County Councils to file by February.
0: Yeah, but... I mean, it's a year, so maybe maybe it was like right after. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. You know, I don't know. Um, but I, I, weren't they also saying that? And I didn't hear them mention anything about the gender of the people voting, but I did hear that in Virginia, like turnout was much higher than they've ever experienced and I was
1: well, hopefully people are realizing that this it's, yeah. it's important to f- yeah.
0: get out and vote now and I was um, I was looking at some of like the social media channels for New Jersey and New York City and it was the same thing like there was much higher turnout than previous so
1: I mean people can't just sit home anymore it's, like no you have to vote
0: yeah Women put themselves on hunger strikes. We need to go vote. Yeah. New York Times and Washington Post are calling Phil Murphy now, too, so.
1: So it's definite. Yeah. This is going to be like the night where we were talking about the healthcare vote, where every two seconds we had to change what we were talking about based on what people were tweeting (laughs) and what was coming out.
0: Except this time we're not changing our, what we're saying every five minutes. It's not like we go to bed, like, in desperation, like, damn it, we're going to wake up and no one has health care, and then John McCain throws, yeah. like, a mulligan. It's, we're waiting till things are official, and be like, yay! And yeah. no, then we're like, oh, an old guy can
2: stay up later than we can. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we say
1: on the podcast. Well, to be fair, he was probably on Arizona time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's very true. It's very true. Um, well, I hope this
2: is a really happy
0: night. Yeah. And I hope, Yay. I, I hope it is. I'm I,
2: kind of afraid to feel happy
0: all day.
2: I just. i just ho- a little bit optimistic all day. Yeah.
0: But I hope it signals like people ignore. Like, there's a difference between being a fiscal conservative and. Whatever Trump is and whatever Gillespie is like I refuse to I refuse to put them in the same boat as Ronald Reagan or uh, George Ronald War- Reagan was. But I'm just saying fiscally conservative. He did a lot of shit for welfare like he started the whole welfare queen thing which is not true. I have an She's interesting He's also very socially and
2: conservative. And also trickle-down economics which isn't real.
0: Uh, which th- we're we're relitigating, which is the word I couldn't remember last week. Uh. <laughs> we're relitigating trickle-down economics with this friggin' tax plan.
1: But there's still Oh, was that why you randomly texted that yes, day? I was like what the someone, hell is she talking someone about? Someone <laughs> said relitigate and I was like that's it.
0: <laughs> um but there is a difference between being fiscally conservative and socially conservative. And what this is, this is burning down the house and kicking anyone who's not white out is what they're trying to do, including people who've born here and lived here for years. Like, so this hopefully this is like a turning point where people see like, oh, we can't go the route of scaring people and telling them they're going to be killed by MS-13 in their beds if Virginia has sanctuary cities or whatever the hell they were? He, Ed Gillespie was trying I to get across.
1: I, I'm gonna have to disagree and <laughs> say Ronald Reagan was definitely like that.
0: all right Well, I wasn't alive for well, I was alive for <laughs> for all of it, but okay, bad but example. I hear what
2: you're saying. I hear what you're saying.
0: George W. Bush. I, I also think that
2: it's an important point that Ed Gillespie was that kind of conservative before this election. Yeah. He was considered a moderate Mitt Romney conservative. That's what he was considered.
0: That's a better example. Mitt okay. Romney is a better yeah, example. No. Ronald right. Reagan yeah. and I got major issues. No there. no no fine. <laughs> I retract that I use Mitt Romney.
2: Okay, okay. but either way, like the, the point is whatever whoever whatever Republican we 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 put him against, he was not a Trumpist Republican until now. He thought this was what was gonna win was fear-mongering, and and it didn't. So it's an even bigger, it's like like a huge message, because he went from being a quote-unquote reasonable moderate Republican to being an extremist talking about MS-13 and all this fear-mongering and stuff, and it didn't work. And now the conversation is instead, what would have happened if he had just been his moderate self? That's the conversation they're going to have to have yeah. That's what that's how they're gonna have to which which is good for us. it it's it, it's reeling this idea, like this runaway train of Trump is Teflon, he can say anything, yeah. Everybody's starting to rally around him, this is a new America, da 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 da. Like that like that, that's that's putting a stop to that and saying, Wait a minute, this guy was moderate. He could have gone moderate. He chose to go extreme yeah. and it didn't work. Yeah.
0: That's really that's really good, really good for like the world, like <laughs> for Democrats or anybody. That's really good for the world. That yeah. that that didn't work. That's a that's an excellent point. it's yeah. a very macro point. Yes, it's it's show. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I was listening to NPR this afternoon because I've so I've spent a lot of time listening to NPR about this tax plan. Um, that's just awful. But, um, this NPR journalist, he went back after the election, he went to certain towns in, um, Ohio and Pennsylvania. And I think the other one might've been West Virginia, but I know it was Ohio and Pennsylvania talking to people who voted for Trump and why they voted for Trump and all this. And, but so he actually went back a a year later and he talked to those same people to see what they were, what they were thinking. Um, Unfortunately, not many of them change their mind, but they are still buying into this whole the the myth of trickle down economics. Um, and I'm terrified of what that means. So, yeah, hopefully that's something that they'll they'll knock their shit out off soon. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I think that that has to do with. Like, messaging tax plans are so complicated, um, and and the messaging just has to be good, I think. But I think you're right. Like, I mean, it's going to hurt them. I forget what they said. I think, like, by 2040, like, more than half of all middle class would have a major tax increase. Or something. It's, like, some of insanity. Yeah. Like, how, yeah. how much the um, taxes are going to go up on these people. And, like, I... I think I might be quoting the West Wing here, so sorry. Um, but I, I'm like, I feel like I feel like it's part of the West Wing. But like, the, the problem with the American Dream is that everyone thinks they could become a he or she could become a millionaire. Yeah. That's the problem. And and it, it actually isn't that big of a problem as long as you're not supporting uh, supporting tax law based on the idea that you might someday have become a millionaire. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I I was actually really impressed because I don't, I don't watch the local news here um, in Maryland because the local news is the national news, and frankly, I get enough of that reading the news all day. So I don't really watch the local news here, but when I was up in New Jersey, I was watching the local news, and it's the New York local news. And I was super impressed with the way they broke down the tax plan because, and it's similar to Maryland, property taxes are high home values are high so the way the tax plan is written would really mean that most of the middle class is getting an increase whether it's they have to pay more or they lose more deductions on their mortgage and their property tax all that but i was super impressed with how they broke that down um and how it was actually really simple to understand um And I think we need more of that. And we need more of it from those kinds of sources, like the local news that people don't necessarily look at as partisan because a lot of the times they're not partisan. Um, But I was, I was, I, I made a comment that I was just super, I was like, wow, they did a really good job there without bringing like opinion into it. Yeah. I think it's
2: really important too when we think about like, um, uh, when when our chapter the woman to woman phone bank, we called into like Brad Virginia. Um so like not super rural but semi rural areas outside of Richmond. Um and like I guess like sub suburbs kind of and in a lot of those places I we we said like men wouldn't put their wives on the phone and um things like that. And I, I in in traditional um, and oppressive, I guess, Powerful, where women might not be allowed to talk on the phone about um, you know, who they're voting for or where they might be getting told by their husbands who to vote for. Um, I think it's a woman's issue, too, to get involved in educating people on things like tax law and, and tax policy in a really basic way that's understandable because if you're a woman living in a home where you don't do the bills mm-hmm. where you're not super involved in the finances, um, but you still get a vote, it, it must be, it's overwhelmingly complicated to me sometimes to think about um, what, how I feel about certain things. I mean, obviously, this tax plan I totally disagree with, but generally, it's, it's hard and complicated to think about that. Mm-hmm. And I do participate in the finances of my house, and I do read articles about it, and I do understand things like that. So I think it's a woman's issue in that way, too, women who are um, not involved in the finances of their household whose husbands might not discuss that sort of thing with them might keep them from discussing that sort of thing. It might be extra hard for them to understand unless somebody puts it to them more plainly.
0: Yeah yeah and I think that's a really good point. Um, You should always be literate about that kind of thing and and it might and it's up to like a peer-to-peer communication kind of thing. So Elizabeth Guzman um, she's also in Virginia, uh, District 31. She was running against an eight-term pro-NRA incumbent. She won her seat, too. Good. Yay! I think, I think she might be, that might be a landmark
2: for Latinas in yes, Virginia. Yes, it is.
0: First Latina in, um, the Virginia House.
2: Which, yeah! Which,
0: just so everyone is aware, Virginia is the oldest Virginia's government is the oldest government in the country. 1606. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: Democrats sorry, in and Fairfax. Isn't Fairfax also? Isn't that a major um, historical point for uh, blacks in Virginia? Blacks holding office in Virginia. What?
0: Well, Justin Fairfax. Did Justin oh.
1: Fairfax yeah. win? Mm, he they haven't called it for
2: yet. Yeah, they haven't he's, called him.
1: He's in the lead with seventy nine percent reporting. Um, okay. Democrats so far have picked up six seats in Virginia in the House of Delegates um, with the races that have been called. So,
2: and but to, if, but if Fairfax wins, isn't that a landmark for for black representation in Virginia?
1: I don't know to be honest. Okay,
0: I'm gonna look. But the other the other thing to note, which I just learned the other day, and it scared the shit out of me, um, is that if Republicans can and other people may have known this, and then I apologize for my ignorance. But if Republicans control enough state houses in the country, they can call a constitutional convention. Do you guys know that?
1: No, I did, but I think there's also some. Well, that's scary like
0: shit. That. <laughs> the people have to yeah. vote on it because I think they're voting. They're voting on it. I believe in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I saw the Madison now ladies tweeting about it where they're voting. Oh, okay. They're voting to do their state constitution, but the Republicans can call if you do, and it's Democrats too, right? But if they control enough state houses, they can call a constitutional convention. And maybe you can call it at any time. They just figure once they get a majority, that, well, let's do it and really, like, hurt anyone with a uterus. But
1: I don't even want to yeah, think about I, that. I, Jenny I think Rose I are that. down.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but we're, we're adding all these blue people to Virginia. It's good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Six seats so far. So, Virginia is a big one because that can go purple. Yeah. Real easily.
2: Okay, so I guess what I was meaning is that there, right now there are currently zero black lieutenant governor, Democrat lieutenant governors in the U.S. Ah, Whoa. I see. With Virginia and New Jersey, there could be two. go from zero to
1: two. I see. Well, now endorsed uh, Northam, Fairfax, and Herring in Virginia. Um, so obviously we would like Justin Fairfax to win as well. Mm-hmm. 82% reporting in that race. 81% reporting in Attorney General. So I think... I love how we're talking about all of this and it's not going to come out till Sunday and people are like, really, yeah, we are. Yeah, we we know. We know. We
2: know. But it's
0: exciting. We're, we're live. We're, I almost said we're, we're live podcasting. We have, yeah, we should
2: have live.
0: We should have done this live. Oh, well... So, I know in Virginia, you vote for governor and lieutenant governor separate. Like, they're two separate races. Yeah. I think in New Jersey, you get whoever goes with who wins. Yeah, no, I don't think you do. In New Jersey, it does not look like you vote for lieutenant governor. So, then we have now, what, two African-American lieutenant governors if Justin Fairfax wins. That Okay. Yeah. 82%.
2: Um, so what else were we going to talk about
0: while we're waiting to find out? Um, we could talk about chapter news. We have <laughs> we have our trivia night next week, November fifteenth, Wednesday, Denizens in Silver Spring. Um, it is not that far from the metro. You could you could walk from the metro. It's less than a half mile. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have a lot of questions that we need to. We actually have so many questions. We have to kind of. Call the herd a little bit, but it'll be a lot of fun, and you guys should come join us.
2: Um, and call the herd.
0: Said call the herd,
2: yeah. Oh, wow, that's quite the farm metaphor. <laughs> I would never know that expression
0: from the city girl. Yes, the city girl used a farm well, expression. I just
2: it surprised me. Yes. Maybe I put that wrong?
0: Yes. Well, <laughs> when you major in wildlife biology, you learn some things.
2: Yes, I would say
0: so. I didn't... Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we have trivia night, um, which, you know, come. It'll be fun. And then December 3rd, we have our reproductive justice panel in Rockville. Are we in the same place we
1: were for the... No, we're We're not. in the council office building, which is still in downtown Rockville. um, Different building.
2: 100 Maryland Avenue.
1: Yes. Yeah, we... And then we have...
0: We're starting to plan our events for January. We're not doing a chapter meeting in December because it's the holidays and, you know, we're going to spend some time doing more planning for January, February, you know, first part of 2018. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff. Um, But, yeah, people should totally come to Trivia Night. Totally come to our Reproductive Justice panel. I'm really excited. I'm super excited because... We're pretty, as far as states go. I feel like in Maryland, like we, aside for one or two issues, we're we're kind of ahead of others. And I'm super excited to see like
1: how can we do more, like yeah, how can we further that? Um, I hope we get some protesters. Oh, do you think we will? I feel like I feel like we haven't made it in the world until people protest us. Oh, but we don't want. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey. Oh. I didn't even think of that. I hope we
1: do. Oh. If we get
2: protesters, we should go live to me punching one of them in the face. Fe- yeah, okay, Facebook we'll Live, know. I'll do that. called <laughs> off
1: um, I mean, I'll probably have to not be the one recording because I'll probably be off <laughs> getting carted off to jail as well. Well, then someone's going to have to record other than the three of us. Maybe Amanda will do it. Because. Yeah, if one of you goes down, I'm going down <laughs> with you
2: definitely
1: not going to be Stacy
0: because she's getting a <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> sisterhood um yeah what else do we got let's
1: get Amanda record us yeah <laughs> yeah um no I think that's um, yes you can get tickets from both of us so, yes. okay <laughs> this is a horrible podcast um you can get tickets for both of our upcoming events, Trivia Night, and our Reproductive Justice panel on our Eventbrite page, um, and you can find that, I don't know how the hell they find it, you search for the event names. If oh. you if
0: you like us on Facebook, yes. and you go to our event page, you'll see both of the events, or you can go to Eventbrite and search for MC Now Women's Trivia and MC
1: Now, Rep- it's Reproductive Justice, Right. I don't know how you find on Eventbrite. Yeah. Go to Facebook, and you can buy direct tickets directly on Facebook. You buy them through Eventbrite on our Facebook page, which is MCMDnow. Did you just say that? Uh-uh. Okay, well, it's uh, Facebook.com slash MCMDnow. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram, the same handle. Um, and you can go to our website, and we'll post the links to both of those Eventbrite pages on our website, MCMDnow.org. And tweet at us. Talk to us. Tweet. I know. I does I, anybody listen to this? They do. People do listen. I because know. People tell me they listen. People tell me they listen too, but then they don't interact with us, and I don't like that.
0: Yeah, interact with us. I, <laughs> I, I, lo- I live tweet when we're doing the when we're doing the podcast. I live tweet for my account, um, and then one of the Alyssa's usually retweets it. So just interact with us. I try to be funny. Um, it's, sometimes it doesn't be, be, our, a, be friend. our friend. <laughs> sometimes my humor doesn't work. Um, but you'll also get cat and dog pictures. Sometimes it's a mix. Like,
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, Trump just tweeted. Ooh! Uh oh! Uh
1: oh! Is th- it
2: one of is it one of Joanne Reed's poll questions? <laughs> okay. Okay. What were your guesses? Remind me what your guesses were. I rigged. Guess,
1: yeah, rigged. I guess rigged.
2: Which one, which one did you pick?
1: I picked rigged.
2: Okay. Uh, Ed Gillespie worked hard, but did not embrace me or what I stand for. Oh! So, don't forget, Republicans won four out of four House seats, and with the economy doing record numbers. Wait, what, uh, what House
1: seats did Republican win, win?
2: Bigger than four.
1: Oh. oh man, I was wrong. That guy is such a fucking liar. He, like, I mean, it wasn't rigged, right? Like, I mean, know? yeah, it wasn't rigged, but he's just like, who's this Ed Gillespie person? I don't
2: know him. He basically said the opposite of what we said. We were like, "Oh, Trump ideas have been rejected," and he's like, "That guy didn't even embrace my ideas." God. Donald f- Trump listens to our podcast through
1: our phones before we ever post it hey you never know he might be he <laughs> might be listening just like obama tapped the phones in trump tower maybe trump taps our phone no you know who i want to listen t-a-p-p you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> i want kellyanne Conway to be listening so she can hear me say she's an awful human being like uh, and- that was not my.
2: that was not going to be my guess who you wanted listening
0: Kellyanne oh, oh, County to go the fuck away. Yeah, Paul, Paul, I mean, Paul Ryan can suck it as no, well. I
2: thought, I thought you were
0: going to say someone you liked. I thought it was going to be, like, I wish Joe Biden was listening. I mean, I do right. wish Joe Biden was listening. Every day, do I, and Jill Biden. <laughs> Every, day. <laughs> Every day, I wish Joe Biden would listen. But, <laughs> I got to pull out my, my 2016 Joe Biden sticker so everyone can see them. Okay. Um, <laughs> But no, I, I but no, I, I want Kellyanne Conway to listen so she can hear like, hey, you have motivated for being so awful. You have motivated so many young women to step up and just resist and whatever. I'm reading a tweet at the same time. I'm trying to talk. That's not working. But Do you yeah. remember
1: when we had breaking news about Kellyanne Cotton, not breaking news. When we had news about <laughs> Kellyanne, <laughs> when we had news about Kellyanne Conway on the podcast, Jennifer Rand was on. Oh yeah,
0: Didn't yeah. she go to law school with her. Yeah, yeah. So so look, maybe there's a shot. I don't know.
1: You guys, this is one of our. This is one of our, one of our, one of
0: our, one of our lot. Yes, well, and we're not even drinking. We're drinking. Un- or non-alcoholic apple cider from whole foods
1: <laughs> this is <a> true story
0: <laughs> i don't know what eb 2s doing but i'm packing for disney
2: i'm packing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, reading, I'm reading twitter and packing for disney i
0: just retweeted john favreau aren't you proud of me i told
2: eric to john favreau that he looks like a not-as-cute Jon Favreau, and I thought it was a really nice compliment. He did not take it that way.
1: <laughs> Wait, you said? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're like this guy I like, but not as hot.
0: <laughs> but it's okay, I'm still going to stay married to you. Is that how the conversation
2: went? <laughs> I thought I was being really nice, you guys. I was like, you are almost as cute as John Favreau. Like, not really, but like a not-as-cute version. And he was like, that's not a compliment. No, <laughs> it's...
1: Hilarious, but I wouldn't call that a compliment. Sorry, Eric, um, but I'm going to laugh at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, yeah, I, I, I got nothing else other than please come to Trivia. It'll be fun. Come hang out with us. Come to our panel. It'll be really informative, and everyone will walk away with something that they can do, I think, for a racial justice panel I was live tweeting it, and there were a lot of, like, action items or ways you can help your community, um, and I think we're going to have the same thing, so I'm super excited about it,
2: um, I also think that at, at at that, um, racial justice panel, like, all those action items you tweeted were excellent, and I also just learned things I didn't know as evidenced by the photos that we posted on Facebook of me with my mouth gaping open, yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah. We're real people.
2: So, there was a lot of stuff I really didn't know that was like not. I don't know when you're when you're talking to the actual people and they're in a forum like that and it's all these strong women together talking to each other and it becomes more like a conversation. I feel like you hear things that you maybe wouldn't have heard otherwise. It's yeah. a
0: it's a very empowering environment. And there were men there. There were some men there. There were like four, five. That's
1: not. There were multiple men there. Yeah, especially male oh, elected the campaign, officials. The, the council members were there. That's right. Yeah. I apologize. So there were quite a few men. If we voted more women into office, there be right. less men there, but we will take what we can get. Yeah,
2: but they're... Thank there you one, for coming. Was that wasn't an there. insult. It's yeah. <laughs> like a less cute version of John Favreau. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but no, I think it was... It, it was a good environment, and it was very empowering. Like you learn things, but also like we gave these strong women a platform. And you should come; it'll be worth it. Even if you live in New Jersey, make the trip down.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good idea. We should do what Day Row Pro Choice Maryland was gonna do for their annual gala, and ask people to donate for the number of protesters that are there. Oh. Which means we gotta so, stage tell, um, some protests. Right called, on our panel. We should
2: probably ask her first.
1: We gotta. Ask... Are you kidding me right now?
2: Nope. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, no, not you,
1: Jenny Rose. No. I'm. Oh, did oh, you I... see what necklace <laughs> I had on? I did. I liked it. I was smiling. All right, that's going on Twitter. I'm about to tweet everybody, because I almost never do that. Hold your horses. She's on Twitter. I'm about to tweet.
2: You guys, this whole podcast is
1: just us like talking, talking to each other. What we're doing? <laughs> it's just us talking to each other, and I don't care.
0: Well, there's not. I mean, everything is awful in the news, aside from the election. The election is happy. Happy
2: day. Yeah,
0: it's happy, but there's nothing. Um, I forgot how to tweet. No, other Trump, <laughs> Trump hasn't been impeached yet for the Russia stuff. Um, you know, there's there's nothing. He's he's in. I don't think he's still in Japan, but he's on it. No, he's in
2: Korea. He's in Korea. DMZ got... DMZ got foiled today because it was too foggy. He was going to make a surprise uh, trip
0: oh, to the demilitarized zone. Oh, I gotcha. Helicopter's
2: going to take off.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, so the news is kind of... I mean, it's still awful, but it's kind of tame. So they can't, you know... The council did a good thing today. Maryland legislature is not in session. No, I, I, I hope there's good news next week. I don't want to say next week. I hope there's something else. I hope there's, like, something good to talk about <laughs> I can't about believe next
1: you, you just did that. I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> What <weird. laughs> happened? I'm about to tweet a picture. <laughs>
0: See so yeah, everyone follow us on Twitter just for this picture because I'm sure it came out awful, but hey. No, it's actually a cute picture. <laughs> it probably looks like my Twitter, my Twitter bio picture. But yeah, who is our? Once you're finished tweeting, you want to tell us who the Women of the Week, Woman of the Week
1: is? Yeah, I'm busy right now. Okay, well, <laughs> so this week's Woman of the Week is journalist Elizabeth Cochran, aka Nellie Bly. Ooh. <laughs> On November 14th, 1889, she set sail for a trip around the world. She beat the fictional trip in Jules Verne's book Around the World in 80 Days, which was the inspiration for her trip. Jenny Rose is looking at me totally shocked right now. I'm
0: excited and I'm also <laughs> opening my trivia spreadsheet.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. So, Nellie, uh, or Elizabeth was born in Pennsylvania in 1864. She got her start in journalism when she wrote a letter to the editor of the Pittsburgh Dispatch criticizing the way the paper portrayed women. The editor was impressed with her writing and offered her a job as a columnist. She wrote under the pen name Nellie Bly. Uh, She later moved away from Pennsylvania to New York. And when she moved there, she got a job writing for New York World. She went undercover for the newspaper as a mentally ill patient And an insane asylum to document how patients were treated at such facilities. She wrote about her experience in a piece for the paper called 10 Days in the Madhouse. The expose really launched her career and solidified her as a serious nationally known journalist when women were relegated to only writing fluff pieces or pieces for women's magazines or journals. It also got the asylum investigated, and it was used as a resource to achieve better conditions for patients in asylums. Throughout her career, she continued to focus a lot on her work. Sorry, I just got a notification.
0: Democrats win races for Virginia Lieutenant Governor and the Attorney General. Oh, so well, they won not, all three. Not that John Adams didn't win.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, back to one of the week. <laughs> Throughout her career, she focused a lot Of her work on issues that affected women, including women and children's work in sweatshops and prisons. As I mentioned, on November 4th, 1889, so we're coming up on the anniversary, she left New York to document a trip around the world. She wanted to beat Jules Verne's 80-day fictional benchmark by five days for a total of 75. She traveled eastward toward England. But what she didn't know was Cosmopolitan Magazine sent another woman, Elizabeth Bisland, in the opposite direction on the same day to try to beat Nellie or at least complete the trip in 75 days as well. Elizabeth went toward San Francisco and then set off for Japan. Nellie sent reports of her trip back to New York World and they published them in the newspaper so people could follow along with her journey. Readership of the newspaper grew substantially during the course of Nellie's trip around the world. She returned back to New York on January 25th, 1890, just 72 days after she left, and was quite like a national treasurer at that point. Elizabeth returned four days later, so Nellie beat her, but both women beat the fictional benchmark. Nellie's trip around the world inspired the creation of a board game, uh, which... That thing is interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. She retired from journalism for a bit and worked on patenting multiple inventions. She returned to journalism to cover World War One and died um, still writing on January twenty seventh, nineteen twenty two. What was the name of the board game? Do we know? I think the game, the board game, was called Round the World with Nellie Bly. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> and she did it in seventy five days. She did it in seventy okay. two. She beat her own goal. Which was five days sooner than the fictional goal. Mm-hmm. So, wahoo! Well, well, That's um, awesome. Speaking
2: have women beating goals, the first woman to win the New York Marathon in forty years just won. Oh yeah, first yeah! First
1: American woman. Yeah. Are we talking about anything else before we
0: end? I think we've rambled enough. I think we're good.
2: Yeah, I was trying. To, I was trying to see if Lorianne's stuff was up yet, but I'm.
0: For I don't think we mentioned we're we're checking to see um Laurie-Ann Sales who's running for city council in Gaithersburg. She we we're watching for her race as well. We but, are. Are we supposed to say that
2: though? Ah, crap!
0: Not an official endorsement. We're just watching because we know her.
2: Vote anymore? The voting, the polls are closed. Yeah, polls
0: are closed.
1: <laughs> okay, we are city of Gaithersburg. Uh, results are not yet in. Virginia is still trickling in, um, but as of nine seventeen on November seventh, Democrats picked up ten seats in the House of Delegates in Virginia so far. So, yeah,
0: apparently we won the mayor's office in Annapolis too. Yeah.
2: all politics is local, and all yeah. local politics is now now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tacoma
1: Park had elections today too. But I don't see any results from them yet. Let me check again.
2: What are the parties in the Tacoma party?
1: Um, there's progressive and super progressive. <laughs> yeah, I was say, like, the
2: party. Yeah. And
0: did you know Gaithersburg is nonpartisan?
2: Yeah. Like,
1: Gaithersburg's election. We're, we're not
2: um we, we
1: just learned that. Yeah. Yeah. Same with City Rockville. The the candidates for mayor, they don't ever declare officially declare a party, but like I don't care if it's nonpartisan. like I need to know. I don't Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean I think it's stupid you, that it's yeah. nonpartisan. Yeah. I need to know if I enjoy you as a human or not. Otherwise <laughs> you can fucking lose.
2: Although, I bet bet with, like, Twitter and everything like that, I bet you can figure it out pretty well
1: now. All right, so Tacoma Park, they're counting ballots at the moment. They're live-tweeting the ballot counting. Oh, that's fun. So, you can follow them. Well, why would you follow them? Because by the time this comes out, it'll be over. (laughs) But if you want to just follow them in general, they're at Tacoma Park. (laughs) Jane Rose is coughing over that, so I'll say it again. If you want to follow them just in general... Uh, it's at Tacoma Park, MD. I'm
0: gonna. I'm just them. gonna
1: apologize for this episode. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna follow them right now so that you didn't just say that in vain. Thank you. All right. So. Good night. Oh, good night for all oh, of us. Yay. Woo. Alyssa's gonna do an awesome job editing this. So.
1: No promises. It'll be
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really good. I have, I have full confidence in her editing ability. Um. But. Until next
1: week.
2: Yay, Virginia. Yay, Virginia and New Jersey.
1: Yeah. All right, bye, everyone.